Welcome to episode 137 of Vegas Revealed. Miranda Lambert kicks off her new Vegas residency with a weekend of sold out shows. Getting to Vegas, you don't just wake up and do that as a new artist. You know, you, you put a lot of time in to get a residency and so I, I respect that. Hear our thoughts on the country night that had sparks flying. And in the middle of his texting scandal, Adam Levine and Maroon 5 announce a run of shows on the Las Vegas Strip. Plus, we're with Las Vegas Raiders tight end Darren Waller as he reveals his favorite Vegas spots off the football field. You know, I just love everything that the Las Vegas locals love now that I'm getting to, you know, pick their brains and they're pointing me where to go. Plus, we taste test the brand new Vegas Vicky beer. All that and more this week on Vegas Revealed. First, listen up. We have exciting news about our Vegas Near Me sponsor. The Vegas Near Me app we've been so excited about is going to be launching very soon. It's created for Vegas visitors and locals, and you're going to find everything on this app. We've had the luxury of using the beta app and are amazed at how much content is included. Yeah, Dana and I thought we knew everything about Vegas, but Vegas Near Me has surprised us. You'll find information about a escape rooms, skydiving. Hey, it's even how we found out about that camel safari that we talked about last week. We can't wait to announce when Vegas Near Me is live. Until then, we want to give you an exclusive opportunity to be among the first in the world to download it, play with it, test it, and tell us what you think. The link is in our show notes. It's really easy to download right on your phone. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 137. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And even though like last week we talked about a lot of sports, this week we have a little bit more sports, but we're not going to go like super sporty with it. No. <laughs> yeah. No sports in the sports talk, right? We interviewed Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders, and he is just an incredible athlete, but also he's doing so much for our community. We were at one of his foundation galas recently. We stopped him. We caught up with him. What a journey he has been in and what a story he has to tell. If you've never heard his story, you got to stay tuned. And also, Sean, we talked to him about all his favorite spots in Las Vegas on and off the strip. So I loved hearing where he hangs. I know. I A lot of those were like my go-to spots <laughs> in my old neighborhood before, before I moved. Yeah. So like his favorite spots, I'm like, oh yeah, those are good spots. <laughs> I know. He did mention a place I'd never heard of though. So we'll have to look into that. But that's all coming up with our interview with Darren Waller. Great guy. But first, let's talk about Miranda Lambert. Yeah, the country star just kicked off her Velvet Rodeo residency here on the Las Vegas Strip, and sparks were flying, Dana. <laughs> they really were. And P.S., at the end of the show, she said she'll be here for two years, which we didn't know. Yeah, we, we looked at each other. We were like, wait a second. Did we know that? Yeah. 
So that was exciting. So she'll, she kicked off the residency, but she is going to be doing shows in Las Vegas for two years. Words from her mouth at the end of her show. So that was exciting to hear. Yeah, what a fun night, right? At Zappos Theater. It really was. People were up out of their seats for most of the show. My gosh. Mm -hmm. People were super into the music. It's a high energy show with, I mean, Miranda's, she's just great. She's a great entertainer. Um, We have our thoughts on the show, but first we want to hear from Miranda herself. Las Vegas is um, one of those places where everything's available. And so I love the fact that it's a city that lifts up all kinds of artists from the shows to Cirque to you know, country music, any kind of thing you can think of, there's a show to see here. And I love that. And so becoming part of that sort of kids club of, you know, the cool kids club that's been had Vegas residencies was a really, a really good thought when it was presented to me. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I think it's awesome. Zappos, I feel like every seat in the house is a good seat. It feels really intimate, but you can still put on a huge show. And I've never experienced that before because theaters normally don't have that big of a stage to to work with. So it was really interesting that I could see most of the faces in the room and um, still put a set this big in this place. So it felt really good. It's a legendary theater. So um, I actually saw Shania here back in December. So um, I'm really thankful to, to you know, it's got, it's got history to it. When you step on the stage, you, you can't help but think about all the other people that have been there too. And, and put, you know, getting to Vegas, you don't just wake up and do that as a new artist. You know, you, you put a lot of time in to get a residency. And so I, I respect that. I want fans to, if they've seen us before, to feel like this is a show that they've never seen from us. Um, to really know that we, or trying to deliver the most, the, the best show that we can deliver for them because I know it's expensive and it's, you know, people travel here from all over and they spend their hard-earned money on it. And so I want to make sure that we really deliver for them. And for fans that have never seen us before, um, you know, this, this would be the time <laughs> because we have all the bells and whistles right now. So it's really cool. We've never had Pyro on tour and we've never had um, this many lights so everything is very well thought out and every song is lifted up by this set and it really is so cool to watch you know just being on tour this long I've never um I've never seen our show at such an elevated level and the band is we're matching that energy of you know all of us creatively have worked on it so hard that all of us are bringing our A game and so it feels very big and very important for my for my catalog and for you know Um, my life's work, really. This is kind of what I've dedicated my life to. And Dana, I don't know about you, but I had a really good time at the show. I didn't. I don't know Miranda Lambert music very well. I know Little Red Wagon. I was waiting for that song, and she did play it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend was waiting for another one of his favorite songs, and she played that too, so we were happy with that. But didn't seem like... We didn't know the songs, right? Because we were saying they were so easy to sway to and learn the words to that you're just kind of into it the whole show. Yeah, you end up singing the chorus right along with her after the first time. Exactly. And it was just so graphically enticing. And there's so many lights and the effects. There's fire, lots of pyro Mm -hmm. in the show. And actually, Miranda said that she has never done a show before with pyro especially out on tour so this is something new for her to have a production this big yeah i mean we were a little ways back and we could feel the heat when that pyro kicked up right and it wasn't (laughs) just like a, a, a 
oh, like, oh, something's warm. You were like, oh, crap. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are giant blasts of fire. Yeah. I even, I turned to Shane and my husband and I was like, are my eyebrows singed? I know. It felt it, right? It was it warm. It did. I like a little blast of heat, though, especially because <laughs> that air conditioning can blow a little too much. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, she came out in a fabulous outfit. She had her gold boots. And so um, it was a great show. She literally played song after song after song after song. And if I had any critique, it might be that. I loved that she continuously belted out the hits, but I would have liked to hear from her just a little bit more during the show. And it could be something where she's going to need to figure that out. But just speaking a little more to the audience would have been better for me. Right. And I don't know whether it's a a story about... She did kind of set some of the songs up with a a little bit of a story, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like speaking directly to the audience and having candid moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think my other critique is that uh, Miranda only wore one costume the entire show. And I don't know of any other headlining act that has never gone in for a wardrobe change. And I kind of wanted her to be a little bit more diva. Yeah, I know. I think, and when we were chatting with a lot of others after, the two things we just said seemed to be what everyone agreed on. Yeah. Fantastic, incredible voice, amazing songs. What a show. But we would have liked to hear from her a little bit more. And also, we kind of thought that she would change outfits a few times. Because it would kind of go dark for a second. You thought, ooh, she's going to come out in something new. I think she put on a gold jacket toward the end, right? I think she a put pink on jacket. a jacket. Yeah. Or pink, yeah. It was, there were a couple jackets. Yeah, yes, a jacket right. or yep. two with the free, yeah. So, I mean, she put things on here and there. But I know, I think we expected the change. And I don't know if it's just our, our snobby Vegas show attitude. <laughs> of we're like, when you come here, you got to change costumes or what? But... You know, it, it it is a show, and I don't know. I guess we're just used to that. You know, I mean, Cher changed outfits too many times. Oh my god, there was like show. an outfit per song. That was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like, okay, here's Cher for two minutes, uh, and then she's gone for five minutes. She's to gone change. for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want that, Miranda. But maybe a couple, you know, costume changes could have been could have been fun for Miranda, and I think it just kind of adds to the show. But you know, it's her show. She's doing it how she wants. The place was sold out and rocking. So. I mean, maybe maybe it doesn't really matter. Who knows? Yeah, Who ent- are we? An entire weekend of sold-out shows to kick off the Velvet Rodeo residency over at Planet Hollywood. Um, but overall, it really was a fantastic show. We had a great time. We did. We went to an after party, which was great. Uh, Miranda was there. Her husband was there. You know, you could tell the whole crew and everyone that was part of the show, which was fun. And uh, they had a great cake for her. Uh, I loaded up on churros. They had churros there. Did you have some of the they churros? Looked, no, I didn't uh, eat anything. Oh, so delicious. But there were sliders Tacos, and churros. Yeah. yeah. A taco bar, a stand yeah. bar. That, that was great. That was really nice of her to do that. It was. For the, you know, the people who um, attended the show, the VIPs and media and stuff. So enjoyed that. And again, um, there was a quick little speech and they did reiterate that she will be in Vegas for two years. So if you want to see Miranda and you can't get here immediately, you've got time. I can only imagine, and I didn't look at the dates, so that she's got to be rocking out during the national final rodeo week. Oh, I'm for assuming. Sure. Yeah. And that she'll she'll pack them in. So yep. I hope she enjoys it. I hope she loves Vegas as much as we do. Welcome, Miranda. Uh another group of musicians who will be hanging around Vegas a little more than they usually do is Maroon Five with frontman 
Adam Levine has just announced a Vegas residency of their own over at Park MGM. Yeah, now I'm just going to say it. Interesting timing. Um, Adam Levine has been in the headlines not in a great way lately because of his personal life. Although, I also have to say, personal life really has nothing to do with your music and your career and what you're doing. And so, you know what? Maroon 5 announced a residency in Las Vegas. And you know what they say, no press is bad press. I mean, it is what it is, but this is definitely going to get people talking. And I'm curious how the ticket sales will go over at Park MGM. Maroon 5's been around a long time, and you cannot deny they have hit after hit after hit. They do. And for years, I don't even know how many years this dates back but they have done uh new year's eve shows new Mm -hmm. year's weekend shows uh here in las vegas for as long as i can remember Mm -hmm. in recent history anyway i don't know maybe it goes back seven eight years that they've done their new year's eve shows but now they'll be over at uh park mgm tickets for their residency go on sale pretty soon on uh october 3rd that's a monday So you can start getting tickets to see them over at Dolby Live. Um, And this residency is going to be custom designed for that theater over at Park MGM. Okay, interesting. And maybe we'll see Adam Levine out and about. Well, maybe his phone's (laughs) going to get locked away in one of those pouches (laughs) that all of us have to lock our phone away in. Oh my god. I bet his wife would be happy about that. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But, you know, some of the things that have been going around and the memes, it's hard not to laugh. Um, the whole thing is uncomfortable when it comes to all that stuff. Sometimes I'm like, eh, cringe. But regardless, like we said, yeah, Maroon 5, undeniable hits. And, uh, you know, a lot of people will love to see them live in concert at their new residency at Park MGM. Maybe his wife will give him a roll of quarters <laughs> so he can call from a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> no texting on the pay phones, right? You can't. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about, and if not, Google it. Hey, David Blaine's coming to the Strip for the first time. Sean and I are going to check out that show this week. We're super excited for this. He's an incredible illusionist. If you've never seen his... Well, he does all those TV specials, right? Yeah, he does stunts, yeah. illusions. I've always been enthralled with him, and I haven't seen... Actually, I haven't seen him do something recently, but I used to watch all those specials and love it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing David Blaine here. And I love, I think he's a great addition to, you know, uh, shows on the strip. I mean, he's only doing like, I think like three weekends. We talked about this before and we'll see if he extends, but I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen because you talked about there possibly being an alligator in the show. (laughs) Yeah. Like an alligator pit, I think. Okay. And you know, what, what's really cool is that David Blaine normally does, like you said, uh, do these stunts illusions in televised specials it's very rare it, it, well it's actually his first residency mm-hmm. it's very rare when he does a show like this um on stage so it, it is a really unique thing could, to yeah. have him here in vegas could be the first too we haven't i haven't looked into yeah, it, I, but it, it could, could very be the well maybe yeah so we'll let you know next week on how we enjoyed uh david blaine and give you a little bit of detail and we won't spoil it for you though because we never like to do that especially when it comes to illusionists um luke bryan added dates to his shows 
at Resorts World. He added 12 more dates. I'm excited about this. And I was thinking Luke Bryan, uh, Sean, when you said, I don't think I've ever seen another show where the person didn't change outfits. Did Luke Bryan? I mean, because, you know, he's a dude, but (laughs) I don't know if he did. I can't remember. He may have changed jackets. Possibly. But But I think he was in jeans and... A shirt pretty much the whole time. Yeah. But the one thing that he did have is interacting with the audience a lot. And he ran a, a around ton. the whole theater, right? He was in the <laughs> sky. He was running over the ramp. So, I mean, that was one thing that it was almost like, I don't know, it kept it moving. But we loved Luke Bryan. You and I were just saying we'd love to see him again at some point too. But excited for Luke to be adding 12 more dates. And I feel like he's just going to keep adding and adding, or he should, because his show is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's a great show. So the new dates are in February, March. Well, that's the bulk. And then there's a show on uh, April 1st. Okay. And I bet if you go to that show... Oh. He'll pull, he'll pull an April Fool's joke Probably. on you. <laughs> like, maybe he won't show up, though. That could be bad. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Thanks for your ticket sales. I'm back he in wouldn't, Luke wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. And one more thing we wanted to mention is a show that we talked about before, Bad Out of Hell, that's coming to Las Vegas. And it's now opened at the Paris Las Vegas. Sean and I will also be going to see that show soon. Excited that they have a new show in that theater. And Sean, interesting too, because Jersey Boys was in that theater for so long. They tried other things, but I'm kind of glad there's another kind of musical production in there, like a stage show. I know. It is. It's such a great theater. It is. And, you know, now that I feel like Paris, we've talked about this before, has become kind of a dining destination mm-hmm. now that they have Martha Stewart, Bobby Flay, Chef Nobu, uh, the Vanderpump, uh, Aperi, Lisa Vanderpump's places over there. So they have great spots to go. It, not that they didn't before. They have, you know, Gordon Ramsay, Mona Miga B. Yeah. Um, but now, more than ever, it's a great place for dinner and a show. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a restaurant row in a way, right? It is, <laughs> yeah. yes. Hey, side note, you went to uh, Martha Stewart's restaurant. We don't have to get into great detail. And I know you went with some friends and, and they bought it and all that kind of thing. But how did you like it? I liked it. <laughs> That's not very convincing, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you want, want me to be honest? Yes. The thing that I was most... <laughs> enamored by is the little light in the center of the table. Why? What is that? What is, what is the little light for? It was like, I don't know. It it looks like a kind of a little desk light. Uh-huh. Um, it's got like the pedestal base with a thin, you know, pole coming up and a little like triangular little cap on top but it's just this tiny little led light inside but it puts out so much light and all of us sitting there at the table we were like oh my god this light is great okay it's 150 bucks if you want it oh you can buy it you can buy it because it is like martha's home right yeah okay so there's like things in there that you can get interesting i think you can buy everything that's in there as a matter of fact all right uh, from martha stewart's website okay interesting interesting um but the food was good i had uh lemon risotto and scallops Mm -hmm. and it was delicious uh, I she also, loves lemons. She does. I, we just watched that clip of Rosie O'Donnell on TikTok saying that she visited Martha way back when, when she was in prison. <laughs> and she asked Martha what she missed the most. And Martha said the taste of lemons. 
<laughs> That's just like, this is a total flow conversation. This is unplanned. <laughs> but I remember we just saw that TikTok and we were saying, and she said she sent her a lemon tree when she got out. So anyway, she did. So I love that you had the lemon risotto. Yeah. The that lemon- must be her, one of her main specialties. It was, it, it was delicious. Okay. Absolutely delicious. And I had uh, a couple old fashions, which mm. were terrific. Of course. Um, and an espresso martini. Ooh, yum. No wonder you came over all tipsy to Miranda Lambert. When I, saw <laughs> I, I know. I almost didn't make it. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on anyway. We're going to see Bad Out of Hell, a musical based on meatloaf. Oh, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> Coming up here shortly, and then we'll have that in a f- podcast that will follow. But let's talk about Darren Waller now. Uh, Darren Waller, tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders, And I'm just going to cut to the chase, Sean. One of the most stunning men I've ever seen in person. He is gorgeous, handsome, personable, gorgeous smile. So, you know, tall, (laughs) tall, really tall. (laughs) You know, he's football player body. I'm I'm not, you know, all that kind of thing. But I don't want to get into all that, (laughs) even though I just did. I just want (laughs) to say my whole point is when you see someone like that, you you walk up and you think, you know, you're going to be intimidated. Uh, this guy isn't going to be very personable, but he is nothing but that. One of the nicest athletes I've ever met. Uh, so personable and so caring. And I just, I love everything about that because to me, you look at him and you go, okay, that's the total package. And and that is, um, I always feel like a real role model. It really is. And there's nothing but a, a welcoming vibe that you get when you're around Darren, which might be surprising to people because he's made headlines recently for signing a three-year extension with the Las Vegas Raiders, a deal that's worth $51 million. So when you have a person who's a pro athlete who is of that stature, you wouldn't expect somebody to be as personable as Darren Waller is. Yeah, he is so down to earth. And listen, Darren has not held back when it comes to telling his personal story with how drugs and alcohol has affected him. He has the Darren Waller Foundation now where he helps youth that get in those situations. And this is, I think he said the third year, right, that he's been doing this gala to raise money for his foundation, which is taking off and... Gosh, what a story. You and I were reading a little bit further. We had actually done something with him before where he was doing some community work with students in a hip-hop class that he uh, attended, a hip-hop class that some of the students take um, in partnership with the Metro Police Foundation. And we had already heard parts of his story when he was telling it to the students, but then we dug a little deeper, and both of us just super impressed that he's so open about this. He is. It was back in uh, 2017 when he was uh, suspended from the NFL um, for substance abuse. He overdosed, and that's really when he hit rock bottom. And he talks about how that was like kind of an awakening mm-hmm. of sorts for him. Yeah, and he in basically in high school he started taking painkillers and really in many ways, never stopped. And things just kept getting worse and worse and spiraling out of control. Um, Yeah, he overdosed, he said, uh, in his car 
woke up sweating, thought, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. And immediately, I guess, got with his family and got into a rehab facility, was there for 30 days, got out, decided I'm not going back down that road. I'm determined, got a job at Sprouts, stock and shelves. Um, apparently he really enjoyed it. I think in this one article we were reading, one of his uh, bosses was saying he loved it so much, sometimes he'd forget to even come pick up his paycheck. <laughs> yeah, he said that it was one of the happiest times. Yeah. Um, so he worked at Sprouts, everyone. And then finally, when he cleaned up the act, proved himself, went back on the team, Baltimore Ravens, but they put him on the practice squad, right? So he wasn't playing full time. And then apparently they played the Raiders. Raiders discovered him. They said, come to our team. And you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. So pretty incredible. It's a really, I just shortened a very long story, but just to give you an idea, he shares that story over and over. Yeah. And that is the the backstory really of the, the Darren Waller Foundation, which, you know, the goal is to educate kids to avoid substance abuse, drug and alcohol abuse. Um, but if kids have already gone down that road, they provide grants to cover uh, rehab and associated costs uh, for the kids and for families. And there's a lot of follow-up that's done. Darren actually recently just went and visited with uh, the kids who are in rehab right now because of the grants that yeah. his foundation gave out. So he has, is in it. He is personally not just putting his name on a foundation. He is so passionate about this. He really is. So we, we were able to catch up with Darren and uh, pull him aside. We talked a little bit about the foundation, also about how much he's enjoying Las Vegas, some of his favorite spots, and even some of his new music that he's just put out there. I'm so excited to be here and just hear more about the foundation. First of all, let's talk about the foundation. This is super important to you, and we've seen as Las Vegans that you've really embraced this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an honor to serve in this community, just to really to be a part of it. Uh, I feel like this third year of the Beyond the Wall events really shows it's three years of support from people. People willingly showing up and giving, people showing enthusiasm and support for all the programs that we try to do. And uh, it's really changing people's lives. So to see that happen in three years is uh, it's really amazing. You can't ask for anything better than that. And Darren, why is it important for you to have such a strong commitment to the Las Vegas community and to youth of Las Vegas? Um, I feel like for me, uh, giving to other people is really what gives me the feeling I've been looking for my whole life. You know, I was I was getting high like a lot of people that are in the programs getting scholarships. And it's like they're all just searching for a feeling. I feel like giving is really that feeling that as human beings, we are we able to change somebody else's life, touch their life. That gives us that feeling of fulfillment. And, uh, you know, it keeps me in things that are going good in this world and just having a positive impact. So I really try to keep that at the forefront. No matter how busy my schedule is, you know, I want to make sure that's a priority in my life because it makes me feel good and it makes the world benefit in the process. We have a lot of people that listen to the podcast from all over the world, really, all over the country um, that love Las Vegas. What do you love about Las Vegas? Oh, man, uh, I love the people first and foremost. Um, I love the, the neighborhoods outside of the Strip. You know, people come in and they're on the strip and the strip is amazing and everything but they have no idea the neighborhoods of you know Summerlin and Henderson and all the little pockets in in between those and the the local restaurants and you know I just love everything that the Las Vegas locals love now that I'm getting to you know pick their brains and they're pointing me where to go uh, so really restaurants people just the neighborhoods outside of the strip but the strip as well of course and and do you have any hot spots that that you go to that are like your your go-to places 
Oh, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, you'll catch me at Hank's at uh, Green Valley Ranch Casino a lot more than not. Uh, Pizza Rock is there as well. Um, you got Sushi Hero right there on Eastern. It's one of my favorite spots, uh, just to name a few. Scrambled on St. Rose for brunch. You'll, you'll see me around. And, you know, a lot of people listen to podcasts, listen to music. So tell us about, we saw your Instagram. You got a new song out, right? Yeah, I have a new song out. It's called Unfazed. Um, it's something that it, the idea came to me when we were on the way to uh, throw in the off season at this park that we throw out here in Vegas. And uh, it came to me, and I was just mumbling it. And then I just came into a song, and it's really, you know, especially the hook, it talks about how, like, you know, I've been hit with some things in my life, but, you know, I'm still here. I'm, it, it didn't phase me. It may have knocked me down, it may have, but it didn't take me out for good. So that's probably the motivation behind the song. So inspiration really does strike just about anywhere. Yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be waiting in a shopping line. It's happened before. Uh, just sitting on the couch, watching something on TV. Um, when I worked at Sprouts, I would hear a song on the uh, while I'm working, and it'd be like, oh, wow, I could, I could sample that. I could do this. I could do that. So it, it's really anywhere. I try to keep my mind open. Listen, we love having you here in Las Vegas. You've done so much for the community. We love to see you out and about. We love you playing for the Raiders. So thanks for taking the time with us. Oh, no, absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Darren is such a fun guy. He was so appreciative that that we were there to talk with him, but we were like, no, we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Absolutely. And if you want to see more of Darren, hear more from Darren as well, a new episode just dropped of Real Sports on HBO. And it focuses on Waller's own recovery along with many ways that he's now helping others. Even just watching the trailer, we're actually recording this on the day that it's going to come out, so we haven't watched it yet. But even watching the trailer is captivated. So interesting. Yeah, I think watching this is going to give you uh, a new appreciation Mm -hmm. for the guy that you watch on the football field doing great things every Sunday. So uh, Real Sports on HBO featuring... Darren Waller. Hey, and by the way, Sean, we share the same birthday, me and Darren. Oh, happy belated to you and Darren. (laughs) We are Virgos. I knew he was a good guy. (laughs) We're 17 years apart, but (laughs) guess who's older? Anyway, happy birthday to Darren, who just had a September birthday. And again, uh, if you want to hear more about Darren, go to that HBO Real Sports special that Sean just mentioned there toward the end, and, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And also for more on the Darren Waller Foundation, you can go to DarrenWaller.com. Let's get to our tips. All right, Sean, I've been dying to talk about this place I found. And I kept putting it off because we had other things going on week after week. But this is a little Mexican restaurant I found. It's actually right near me. And I can't believe I didn't know it was there. Like almost within walking distance, right? Yes. <laughs> so there's, you know, I live um, in a high rise and it's kind of central Vegas, just to the north of the West Gate. But um, as you go east, you know, the community is it's a little bit older. Let's put it that way, because it's kind of central Vegas is really where Las Vegas began. So it gets older on the east side, gets newer as you go west, because that's how they built to the west and to the north. Um, so it's an older neighborhood, but there's a couple different kind of like plaza-ish square areas there. One's called Commercial Center that is known for a lot of different things. It has a great Thai restaurant in it. Um, Tiffany Cleaners was there for a very long time, and that was like the cleaners to the stars because all the show costumes would go there. Um, There's a great longtime jeweler in there, all sorts of different things. But there is a Mexican restaurant there that I discovered with a girlfriend of mine that lives in my building. We were like, we wanted to go to Mexican and wanted to go someplace closed. So we went over there and it looks like this cute little 
just like Mexican house on the outside with this cute decor. It's in a plaza and it's called La Bencidad. And what it means, actually, I looked it up in Mexico. There are a lot of like shared housing and communities. So it's kind of like the patio is kind of the central and then there's several rooms around it. Oh, okay. And that's exactly what you get when you go in. Really? I don't even know where to start. So I need to run through this. But when you walk in, Sean, it's like this area that you think is kind of the dining room. There's some tables out there, fun, like, colorful dolls all over, knickknacks. Just, it's like you're in Mexico. There's all sorts of just Mexican stuff all around. But you think that's a room. Then you walk into this other room, and that's actually the main dining room, and it literally looks like you're in someone's home. There's a couple of long tables. There's smaller tables, but even painted on the wall is like a red door and uh, some decor on the walls. And just super festive. The The ceiling kind of looks like a sky. So it's like you're out in this patio atmosphere sharing a meal with a lot of people that you don't know, but it kind of feels like you're sitting down for family dinner. So it's a fun atmosphere. Then. It's so fun. Now, listen, the staff, some speak English, some do not, um, but they are so much fun because they'll laugh when they can't pick up on what you're saying, and then they'll call (laughs) someone over that can speak English. And so they have, they're lighthearted. Sometimes they're in costume. If somebody orders something- What kind of costume? Like like Mexican, whatever the theme is of that weekend, night, you don't know what it's going to be. They change all the time. I've gone in a few times and there's different stuff going on. They roll around and and sell some little kind of fun- uh, keychains and stuff like that by your table like you're at a kind of a Mexican market when you order something hot they bring out the uh, they roll it out with the siren the siren starts going stop it no like like the fire truck siren yes a fire truck siren (laughs) and you're like oh somebody ordered something hot Um, it's on East Sahara right near Karen or excuse me I'm saying that wrong. It's just south of East Sahara. You can get there by driving through there, but it's actually at Karen in Paradise. Um, It's down the road, let's put it that way, of Karen. It's not right at the intersection of Karen and Paradise. So um, head east on Karen before you get to Maryland Parkway, and it's there. But if you've never um, been, you've got to try it. It's Listen, the food's great. It's a, a little bit slightly more expensive than your typical casual Mexican restaurant. The fried ice cream is unreal, and they came, they come and they light it right on fire in front of you. The Mexican coffee is delicious. You get a cinnamon stick on there, brown Ooh. sugar around the rim of your coffee cup, and your coffee cup is like an old, authentic like clay Mexican coffee cup. And it's sweetened with some brown sugar. It's almost like a cinnamon brown sugar taste. Um, They have great soup. They just started serving beer and wine just a couple weeks ago. And so that's a new kind of addition. I could go on and on. But anyway, check it out. Um, it's fabulous. It's fabulous if you want a fun experience and literally want to feel like you just traveled to Mexico. And what is it called again? La Bencidad. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to say it as much as I can. How about if I spell it out, too? Okay. It is L-A-V-E-C-I-N-D-A-D. They're on Instagram, and they have a really fun account. They shared one of my videos that I did there. So, But I looked it up. I had to Google it to make sure that I said it right, and that's how you pronounce it. But go check it out. Uh, great place, and I just think I know, in fact, anyone who goes – Write me after, and you'll say, 
Thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I want to go. I yeah. love I love Mexican food, mm-hmm. and when there's a really good spot, like yes, you keep going back. It's very obviously, authentic. yeah, it's very authentic. We go all the time. We'd go just for <laughs> coffee now. Like it's crazy. We'll be like, want to go for a coffee, and then they know us now, and like it's so sweet. They have a fun little hopscotch you can do in the right in the first room there because oh. it kind of represents like that shared community thing, right? Like right. The, yeah, so it's interesting. Oh, good tip. Yeah. Good okay. food, good atmosphere. Love it. Um, so this is something that we talked about last week, and we were planning on doing last week, um, but due to circumstances, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. I forgot to bring the beer over. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing a taste test of the Vegas Vicky Blonde Ale. Mm-hmm. Now, this is brand new, and it's in partnership with Circa Las Vegas and Abel Baker Brewing Company. They created the beer. They're partnering with Circa, um, and you can exclusively get it at Cir- Circa, which is great because, you know, they have the huge Vegas Vicky sign in the middle of Circa, so it kind of complements that. There's a bunch of bars, and especially the Vegas Vicky bar, that you can get this beer at. And I think they only sell it in, what are we doing, a nine-ounce can? I think we're doing a nine. Uh, ounce. It's a sixteen or ounce sixteen can. ounce. Sorry, yep. and it's nine dollars. Nine dollars. Right there we go. Nine dollars for a sixteen ounce can. And so, a sixteen ounce can like is enough to get you through an hour and a half show. It is. I mean, I've got a little teeny bit because I'm I'm not a huge day drinker, <laughs> and we're recording during the day. <laughs> and I've and got a pint. And Sean's got a pint. <laughs> go to our social media to see what this looks like. <laughs> and we're uh, we're trying it out. We better try it while we still got the fizz going, right? Should we cheers first? Okay, let's cheers. Here we go. Did you hear that? All was right, like that here sound we go. effect. I like that. Here we go. Mm. Ooh, that's almost got a, like a citrusy, refreshing taste to it. Yeah, it's definitely light, hence the blonde, right? Is that what it means usually when it's a blonde beer? Yes. It's a little bit lighter, just like when I get blonde roast at Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But side note, did you know that the light roast of coffee is actually uh, the most caffeinated? Oh, no, I didn't. A dark roast has less caffeine than a light roast. Interesting, interesting. Back to beer. Back to beer and the blonde. Um, Yeah, this is definitely very light, but refreshing. You're right. It's got a refreshing taste to it. We're each taking another sip now. No, we're taking sips. We're leaving it on. Mm. It's good. It's good. It does remind me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, of my college days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> does it? It does. It's got kind of that. And I think because I drank a lot of light beer in college before, like, craft breweries and, and IPAs, right. you know, and all that kind of stuff became popular. Or I couldn't afford it anyway. Um, but this, it, it doesn't taste cheap. It tastes very refreshing. And like you said, it's got that little. Yeah, it's like a lemony citrus. Citrus. That's right. You said flavor. It's got a little citrus Lemon, flavor lime. I feel like it might be more limey than lemony. Mm. <laughs> if that's a word, right? <laughs> Let me have another sip to okay. make sure. Ooh. I'm getting more lime. Yeah. See, already that little thing, I'm like, all right, feeling good. Oh, you chugged yeah, your I'm shot. A, I'm a lightweight. You're, you're one ounce. <laughs> <laughs> My one ounce. Um, yeah, it's really good. I like it. It's refreshing. So if you're going, if you really like the darker, sharp beers, this probably isn't the one. But I think you know that going in, knowing it's Vegas Vicky Blonde. But for a light, uh, a light L, I think this has a ton of flavor. It does. Very flavorful. Which is nice. You're right. You're right. So you can get it there at Circa. Thank you for sending over a can for us to try. I like it. And it's got to keep the can because it's like like 
so Vegas. I mean, Vegas, the big neon sign of Vegas Vicky is right on the side. (laughs) I love it. Listen, everyone, thanks for joining us. Um, Remember, Vegas Near Me, that app we keep talking about, is available for a beta download right now. The link is in our show notes. It's just on the verge of being released fully. We can't wait for you to check it out. It's chock full of Vegas everything. If you're looking for a restaurant, a show, a dispensary, an adult nightclub, you name it. You want to go skydiving. You want to ride camels. <laughs> we have a, a lot of things going on in Vegas than even just the Strip. So this is the perfect app for that. You can even book your Uber right in the app. And here's another cool thing. Whenever you click on a restaurant, attraction, whatever, uh, and you open up that particular thing you're looking for, you'll find media clips underneath it. YouTube videos, podcast episodes like Vegas Revealed Mm -hmm. that have recently talked about that topic. You'll be able to click right there within the app, listen to a podcast clip or watch a YouTube video about what you're exploring at that moment. Which is really cool. It is. So, you know, and they do it by current. Like the most, they have like some of the most popular ones and they have like the, the most current, right. you know, like episode or whatever YouTube clip um, that's related. And I love it because they have such a big staff working tirelessly to keep this information up to date all the time. It is so up to date. That's what we have really enjoyed about it because of our news background. We like up to date information. Yeah, they so, are very meticulous yes. and they have a goal of having all of the correct information all of the time. Yeah, definitely. So they're excellent. Uh, show notes, link, you'll download. get an email right away and then you'll download. And next week on Vegas Revealed, uh, our uh, thoughts and our experience going to see David Blaine over at the Resorts World Theater. Yes, and um, I think shortly after that, we'll be going to Bad Out of Hell, the new musical over at Paris. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you have a great week as we approach October. Bye. Shopping.